Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. If there's anyone with you, whatever you're joining the service from right now, I want you to just uh, say, say, say something great to that person and tell that person, get ready. Get ready for grace. Get ready for the power of God. Get ready for the word of God today. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. I believe that God is doing great and mighty things in your life. It's a good time to be alive and well. It's a time where the light of God is overshadowing us. The light of God is coming upon us. The Bible says, darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people, deep darkness the people. But the Lord our God will rise upon us and he will beam his light upon us and we shall shine our lights for him. Uh, I spoke from there in Isaiah 6, chapter 60 last Sunday and if you missed that message, arise and shine. I want to encourage you uh, to get onto any of our platform and see the, 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 uh, the message available on demand in on all of our platforms, and as you do that, God will bless you abundantly in Jesus' name. Uh, it's such a joy to have come to the beginning of another month, and if it's your birthday or your wedding anniversary in the month of August, I would just love to say a blessing over you, if you don't mind, uh, wherever you are right now, hearing the sound of my voice in different cities, different nations, if you're part of any of our expressions all around the city of Lagos and in, in Mississauga, Ontario, Canada, uh, Elevate Community Church, wherever you are, we are part of the Eleva Elevation Church and it's your birthday or wedding anniversary or you're celebrating something great in the month of August and it's your anniversary, I want you to uh, just put your hand somewhere, maybe on your heart or something, if you can stand, stand and let's say a prayer together. If it's a child, will you put your hand on that child as we say a blessing today? And so our everlasting Father, we thank you for every anniversary in the month of August, uh, every birthday, wedding anniversary, business anniversary, career anniversary, anniversary of mighty deliverances. We remember your goodness. We remember your mercy. Uh, you, you said we should forget not all of your benefit. Uh, so we remember your benefit today. And as your people will celebrate, everyone celebrating birthdays in the month of August, I speak a blessing over them. I decree that the years ahead of them will be greater than the ones behind them. I decree unusual open heavens. The next one year, testimonies upon testimonies in the name of Jesus for every uh, marriage celebrating wedding anniversary in this month of August. We decree and declare today that the hand of Jehovah God rests upon your home. There shall be no putting asunder. You will work stronger and stronger. You will continually enjoy new wine and the fresh breath of God's peace upon your home continually. If there's any home that is troubled right now, as you celebrate your anniversary this month of August, I decree that the hand of God comes upon that home, bringing an overturning of anything that God has not planted in your home. In the name of the Lord Jesus, speak a blessing over every business, every enterprise, every endeavor, initiative, started in the month of August. We decree that as you celebrate this month, uh, there's a new list uh, uh, you know, of, of life upon that business, upon that initiative, and we decree in the name of Jesus uh, that the years ahead of you shall be much more greater. And the hand of God comes upon you to achieve your goals uh, and to achieve whatever God has put in your heart uh, for him in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. And everyone says a big amen. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Put your hands together, celebrate Jesus wherever you are right now. Put your hands together, celebrate Jesus. And I want you to just, just uh, uh, in the spirit of thanksgiving to God, uh, because it's the first Sunday of the month of August. I want you to, if you're on any of our social media platform, just go there and say, thank you, Jesus, for the month of August. I want you to go and type it there. Just show gratitude. Remember uh, the, the 10 lepers that Jesus healed? It was only one that came back to say thank you. And I want you to be like that one leper, go, go to that comment, uh, you know, section right now and just put it there. Thank you, Jesus, for the month of August. As you thank him for the month of August, uh, many more great things will happen in this new month. Approach this month as a month of divine appointment for you where you, you will hear God like never before, where God will guide you like never before, and where the hand of God will rest upon you like never before, in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. If you believe that, say believe in amen. Praise God, praise God. We'll continue in our teaching series, uh, Extreme Makeover, we've called it, and I'm continuing that same uh, teaching series, moving from one point or one level to another, and I'm going to explain in a bit how the movement is. You know, we started from the book of Isaiah chapter 6. I'm going back there. We are not done 
without a passage of the scripture yet. Today, I'm, I'm, I'm teaching of what I've titled Radical Availability. Radical availability. It sounds like a big word, you know, uh, putting radical and availability together. Uh, but if you've been uh, in certain situations like I've been before, you will understand what I'm saying today better. Have you been in a situation where you have an urgent need and you are sending an email to someone and all you're getting is an autoresponder that this, uh, I'm sorry, I'm unavailable right now. I'm on summer break and uh, for Project XYZ, uh, please email Mr. John. Uh, if it's about your invoice, please email uh, uh, Mrs. Ellen. Uh, if it's about this and that, you know that kind of email, very annoying email that you can get sometimes because you're thinking to myself, I'm thinking to yourself, this is the person I understand what I'm talking about. I don't want to start with somebody else who may not have been briefed properly. I don't want to start with somebody else who may not have a skill set for what I want, who may not be able to push through what I want. Or is it when you start to call people on the phone? <laughs> and if you're married, I'm sure this will resonate with you. When you need your sweetheart the most, sometimes your sweetheart is not available. <laughs> uh, maybe the phone is in the bag. Or maybe this, the phone has been left on the table somewhere. Maybe the, the ringer is off. Or maybe they just don't feel like they have enough emotional fortitude to deal with any phone matter at that time. And you may be in a dire street at that time. You may be at the point where you really need to talk to somebody to iron out an issue, to gain direction of something, or to give a directive that will move something forward. And all you're getting is the number you're dialing is busy. Try again later. Or something that just takes you to, 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 to the voicemail and you, you're just hearing, hi, this is Godman. I'm not available right now, uh, but if you drop your message, I'll get back to you. After you've tried it like five times, something tells you that this person is truly not available or maybe something may have gone wrong. And it brings to mind the story of Elijah when, when, when he faced the prophets of Baal, sorry, when he faced the prophets of Baal and he was, you know, teasing them and was telling them, uh, um, Maybe your God is not available right now. Maybe your God is on recess. Maybe you want to use the bathroom. Maybe it's on holiday. Or will you shout a bit more? You know, so when you are in that kind of situation, when you, you just need someone to be available, but they are not available, it's one of the most frustrating experiences that someone uh, may go through in life. And I want to flip it around today. Because some of us don't understand that sometimes we put God in that kind of situation. We put God in a situation where he's looking out for us. He's asking, who shall go for us? Who shall we send? But it looks like his request is entering voicemail. Or he's getting this negative autoresponder that says, I'm not available. I'm, not, I'm dealing with a lot right now. I'm dealing with COVID. I'm dealing with job loss. I'm dealing with this. I'm dealing with that. I'm dealing with, you know, negative vibes in my marriage. I'm dealing uh, with a child that just requires a lot of attention right now. I'm dealing with, you know, uh, uh, my account going red. I'm dealing with all kinds of things that I may be dealing with right now. And I, it's like, uh, God, I'm not available. We have to do this another time. And many of us have put God on that you know, on that trajectory concerning us to the point that if it's just the God that can be powerless, by now it will be powerless concerning some of us and just feel like maybe we will never be available. I want us to go back to Isaiah chapter 6 uh, uh, when we, uh, we, we read from verse 8. He said, also I heard a voice of the Lord saying, who shall I send and who shall go for us? Then I said, here I am, send me. Here I am, send me. Isaiah said, I said, here I am, send me. I'm sure by now some of you are already getting uh, uh, maybe a bit like, oh, Pastor, I've heard enough of this Isaiah chapter 6. Will you go to another chapter? No, I'm not. I'm not. This is where we're staying. I'm going to stay here maybe for a bit more. This is where we're staying. And today I'm saying that God is demanding of you and I radical availability. Radical availability. Now, if I may ask you a question. Since this pandemic, uh, uh, you know, started, since all the kind of things that are happening in our world today started, what has your prayer been like? What kind of prayer have you been praying? What kind of prayer have you been praying? Because some people have been praying, uh, um, um, uh, you know, Lord bless me kind of prayer. Lord turn my situation around. Lord do this, Lord do that. That's the kind of prayer that some of us have been praying. Uh, uh, but there are certain kind of prayers that God also expects from you and I. 
And when he doesn't get that kind of prayer uh, or that kind of communication, it's like that frustrating experience where the person that you need the most is not available. You know, it can, I don't know about you, but if you have been married long enough, you may have suffered the frustration of your spouse not being available sometimes when you need them the most. You know, as human beings, we have all kinds of needs. Sometimes it's just need somebody to smile at you. <laughs> and there's nobody to smile at you. So at that point, you feel so frustrated. Sometimes you just, you just need somebody to hold you. And there's nobody to hold you. At that point, you feel so frustrated. There are things God wants to get done in, in, in our world today. There are things that God has in mind in our world today that uh, if it's going to depend on some of us, Jesus will probably have to come back again. Or something drastic will have to happen again. And the kind of prayer that some of us have been praying. In fact, if I ask somebody right now, what, what, do, you, uh, what, what, what do you think is the appropriate prayer for this season? Or what kind of prayer have you been praying? Uh, like I said before, send me is a cry to God. is a radical, dangerous prayer saying, Lord, use me. That's what it means. Lord, use me. Lord, use me. Somebody may have been praying this season. Lord, I need another car. Lord, I need another job. Lord, I need this, I need that, I need that. And some of us think it's when we bind the devil, that's when we pray our most dangerous prayer. Or maybe it's when we, uh, how do I put it right now? So, some people think it's when you quote scriptures in prayer. Oh, so you say, hey, Isaiah 10 and verse 27, it says, hey, it shall come to pass in that day that the yoke shall be destroyed by the reason of the anointing. So a yoke, destroy, destroy, destroy. Or I bind the devil. I do, that's what makes a prayer really powerful. Some of the most powerful prayers that you will ever hear from the word of God are very simple, but they have very strong implication. Very strong implication. Isaiah prayed just a simple prayer, a statement to God. Here I am. Send me. Send me. Send me. Send me. Send me. For the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be looking at this thing about being able to say, send me. There are so many powerful prayers that are very simple in the scriptures. And maybe I should remind you of, of some of them. If I pray, Lord, speak to me. I'm saying, Lord, I'm radically available. Whatever you want to say, say it. Your servant is hearing. Somebody may even pray the prayer. Fill me with your spirit. Perhaps you don't know the implication of what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit. As simple as that prayer is, it can make you burn down your word for good. When you are filled with the Holy Spirit, because there's a kind of courage and boldness like the apostles prayed in Acts chapter 4, when they say, grant your servants boldness. That boldness got them into jail. Because when they said, we don't want you to pray in the name of this Jesus again, or speak this name again, but because of the boldness that they got, they went ahead and still preached in the name of Jesus. When you pray a certain kind of prayer this season, you're going to get into good trouble. God is looking for people who will get into good trouble for him. That's what God is looking for at this time. And may, be, may you be one of such people who will get into trouble for God in your attempt to do something that will gladden the heart of God that, but that may be, uh, uh, may, may be dangerous to the kingdom of darkness. Say amen, somebody. Glory be to Jesus. So God, God uh, it's also interesting for you to understand uh, that God is not looking for perfect vessels, but yielded and available vessels. That's what he's looking for. Yielded and available vessels. That's what God is looking for. God is not looking for perfect vessels. He's looking for yielded and available vessels. That's what he's looking for. That's what God is looking for. And may you be that yielded and available vessel at this time. May you be that kind of vessel at this time. That's, that's why uh, uh, the scripture says uh, we, 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 we should be a, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable or available and acceptable to God. A living sacrifice. Uh, uh, for one to be able to say, I'm yielded, I'm available. Yielded, I'm available. 
Do not conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you, 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 can, can you put that scripture for me? Romans, Romans chapter 12, uh, verse 1 and 2. Can you, can you put it up for me? I, I just feel that, that scripture coming on. You know. So he said, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Holy and acceptable sacrifice. Holy, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Our real reasonable service is to be able to present ourselves. To be able to present ourselves. And it's when we present ourselves like that, that we, we uh, like it says in verse 2, then we will not be conformed to everything that's going on around us, but we'll be focused on what God wants at this time. You know, praying a dangerous prayer, like Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane. Nevertheless, not your will, but mine be done. I'm sorry, not my will, but yours be done. <laughs> Maybe that's the kind of prayer that some people are actually praying this evening. Not, not your will, but mine be done. Because when you come to God all the time, and all you're saying is, Lord, I want this, I want that, I want that. It's all about what you want. It's not about what he wants. So you say, uh, uh, literally speaking, you're saying, not your will, but mine be done. But God is saying, what about my own will? What about my own will? What about my own will? There's a, a dangerous prayer of consecration that somebody needs to pray this season. Break me, oh God. Break my heart. Make my heart of stone to become a heart of flesh. What happens to all those kind of prayers? Because somebody's praying, uh, the prayer you've been praying for the last three months is, Lord, give me another job, give me another job, give me another job. But what about the job? Uh, the, the, uh, maybe the job that he has for you is different from what you are thinking about. Are you still with me today? And it's when you engage radical availability that your will and his will can collide. And there can be a forward movement that will move you into the fullness of what God has in mind for you. What's the point in praying for a future partner when you are not even on the right path to destiny? What is a future partner coming to do with you when you are not available to God to put you on the right path for the reason for which he created you? And this season that God is slowing down everything is such that they can put everybody on the right path for the fulfillment of their destinies. And may you not miss your timing in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Can somebody say a better amen today? Glory be to Jesus. I said glory be to Jesus. Uh, let me quickly get into a, uh, another passage of the scripture, Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9. Uh, I'll read from verse 11 of Luke chapter 9. Can you put it up for me in the New Living Translation? Luke chapter 9, uh, New Living Translation. We read a story of how Jesus fed 5,000 people. But there's a process there that is very instructive that I believe all of us must pay attention to. There's a process there. There's a process there. Uh, uh, Luke chapter 9 from verse, uh, verse 11, there, the Bible says, but the crowd find, found out where he was going. And they followed him, and he welcomed them and taught them about the kingdom of God. And he healed those who were sick. Verse 12, uh, the scripture says, Late in the afternoon, the twelve, the twelve disciples came to him and said, Send the crowd away to the nearby village and farms, so, that, so they can find food and lodging for the night. There's nothing to eat here in this remote place. But Jesus said, you feed them. Jesus said, you feed them. What they were saying was that we don't have anything. You know, the reason why some people think they're not available is that they feel like they don't have anything to offer. Yeah. They don't have anything to offer. You know, sometimes somebody is calling you and you know they're going to ask you for money. And you know you don't have money. You say, so that the talk will not be too much. Let me not even bother picking. And your conscience will justify it because you feel, I don't have anything to offer anyway. But that's not how God operates. God is asking for radical availability. You don't know what God wants to do with you per time. But all he wants is for us to be able to be available. Jesus said, you are here. Feed them. And the next thing was, but we have only five loaves of bread, five loaves of bread and two fish. They answered. Or are you expecting us to go and buy enough food for this old crowd? <laughs> you know, when, a lot of the time, when we measure ourselves against what is ahead of us, or what is happening in our world today, what is happening to your friends, what's happening, you know, with your family, what's happening, you know, uh, with many things, we just feel a sense of inadequacy. We feel like there's no point being available. 
There's nothing that we have to offer, but nothing can be further from the truth because God has a plan. He knows how you are. He knows what you have, yet he's still calling on you because he still wants to use you. He still wants to use you. Some people may even be saying, this is what I'm akin to doing. You know, when there was physical gathering, uh, I, I just love to sing in a choir, or I just love to, you know, uh, to work with children, or I, I just love to park cars. But now there's nothing to do again, you know, just like them. We don't have bread. We don't have anything. Uh, but God is saying, if only you look around. If only you look around, if only you were bound together, like Jesus was talking to his disciples. He wasn't even talking to one of them. He was talking to them as a group. If only you were bound together, maybe in a, in a connect group or in a small group, and think of what, what, what else is God doing at this time that we can be a part of. What else uh, has God put in my heart in time past that I've jettisoned? That maybe this time of seeming quietness is a time for me to remember. Recently, I was studying about reclaiming your calling. The fact that sometimes we tend to lose our sense of calling, our sense of purpose. We tend to lose our passion for certain things that God has put in our heart. And it's at this kind of time that God wants us to reclaim our calling and revitalize our passion as we spend time in his presence. Because these guys, as they were in the presence of Jesus, they lost compassion for the crowd. Yeah. Lost compassion. And so somebody listening to me today, maybe you have even gotten so used to yourself because you've been isolated for a while, maybe working from home, and it's just you and your kids, or it's just you and your family. And now you don't even remember what it feels like to be with people, to be with a crowd, to be in the church, to be at a get-together, and just to enjoy the presence of human beings. And you just, you just want to be okay on your own. These guys told them, I mean, told Jesus, send them away. Jesus said, no, you're going to feed them. You're the one that will feed them. And said, what, what, we only have five loaves of uh, bread and two fish. How are we going to feed them? Are we going to get out there at this time of the day? And, you know, it's not convenient. We don't even have what it takes. And in verse 14, the Bible says, For there were 5,000 men there. And Jesus, Jesus replied, Tell them to sit down in groups of 50 each. Just, just, just attend to them first. And in verse 15, he says, So the people... All sat down. Verse 16. Jesus took the five loaves and two fish, broke, I mean, look up towards heaven and blessed them. He blessed the, 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 the food. Then he, 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 then breaking the loaves into pieces, he kept giving the bread and fish to the disciples so they could distribute to the people. And the rest, like they say, is history. Jesus took what they had. He blessed it, and then he broke it, and then he gave it to them. <laughs> Jesus took what he had, he blessed it, broke it, and gave it to them. You know, recently I've seen a lot of brokenness in our world, and where there's brokenness, it means that God wants to give. It means that God wants to throw somebody out. It means that God is shifting somebody's focus beyond myself. Whenever God allows me to be broken, it means he's set to turn my mess into a message. It's set to shift me to a new level. To make me the messenger of grace. Because I've experienced grace. In the place of brokenness. Say amen somebody. Glory be to Jesus. So I'm talking to somebody today and I need you to understand that there is more to you. And more that God wants to do with your life. There's always a higher calling in Christ. But it takes the right mindset to attain that calling. Philippians 3, when you read from verse 13, 14, and 15, uh, Paul, the writer of the book of Philippians, was talking about his aspiration, which leads to that radical availability. When you have that kind of aspiration, you will always be available for more. Uh, Philippians uh, chapter 3 there, um, verse 13, he said, No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what is ahead. Looking forward to what is ahead. Look at verse 14. Uh, he, he said, I press into, uh, I press to reach the end of the race and, I receive, uh, and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. There's something more that God wants us to press into. And it's when we are able to just release ourselves into his hand. 
and to engage radical availability, to aspire for more. That's when we can walk into it. So walking in purpose is progressive. It's never stagnant. Yeah. We need to keep reaching forward and keep pressing towards and maintain a, a, a maturity mindset. That's how we, we, we plug into purpose. That's why how we press into purpose. So God is looking for a different kind of response this season. A different kind of auto-response this season. Not the kind of auto-response that says I'm not available. Not the kind of auto-response uh, that, that, that says drop a message, I'll get back to you. Not that kind of auto-response. It's look, looking for a different kind of auto-response. Glory be to Jesus. Uh, 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 have you taken a break or a leave from your calling, from your passion, from your inspiration, from, from the things that taught the heart of God this season? When you have taken such a break, the kind of auto-responder that God will get from you is, I'm not available. The kind of auto-responder that people will get from you is, I'm not available. But the kind of auto-responder that God wants to get from us is to turn up that autoresponder which says, God, my answer is yes. <laughs> now, what's the question? My answer is yes. What's the question? You know, it's possible uh, for you to have an autoresponder that has gone ahead that God knows that when it comes to this person, the answer will always be yes. This person is all bothered about the question. Are you that sold out this season? Are you getting there? Will you move yourself to that zone where God can rely on you to say, if I say it's time to go to so-and-so place, this person's answer will be yes. In fact, the answer will have come before I say what I'm asking or what, 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 what I want to say. <clears throat> it's as simple as saying, Lord, speak. The servant is hearing, and whatever the question may be, my answer will always be yes. You know, that's why we sing that song. I say, yes, Lord. I say, yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your ways. You know, when, when the answer, will, he said, when the Spirit speaks to me, with my whole heart, I'll agree, and I'll answer, and my answer will be yes. What are the things that God is speaking to your heart about this season? And it's your answer, yes. Somebody is listening to me right now. God has been telling you, take it calmly. This, what is going on now, should not break this marriage. But your answer has been no. I would rather, you know, <laughs> I would rather, uh, 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 how do I put it now? I would rather just pander to my flesh than preserve my future. You know, it's possible for you to, uh, uh, just do what it, whatever it takes to preserve your feeling to the detriment of your future. When uh, somebody is going through a situation at work and you decide to lash out or send a negative email that can ruin your career or hand that job and they said, why did you do that? Yes, I was hungry and I needed to express that anger. All you are doing right, right there is that you are preserving your feeling uh, and destroying the future. And what God wants is that you, 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 you don't respond to negative feelings so that you can preserve your future. And that's what happens when we are able to just turn on that autoresponder. God will never lead us in the wrong direction. His will for me and for you is the best, best place that we can be per time. The best place to be at any point in time is to be in the will of God. It's to be in the will of God. It's to be in the will of God. And how can we consistently be in the will of God is when we have that yes attitude. Yeah. It's to have that attitude, you know, that, that just says yes. That is, that is always saying yes. Saying yes. Saying yes. As I start to wrap this all up, I just want to pick a few points on, you know, how to, like, turn on that autoresponder, how to have the attitude uh, that says yes all the time. One is, like I said before, to be a living sacrifice. To say, Lord, I'm alive and well, 
but I'm still a, sacrifice, a sacrificial lamp in your hand. Whatever you want to do with me, that's what I want. That's what I want. Yeah. That's what the scripture says is your reasonable service in Romans 12 and verse 1. That's the service that God is requiring from us. You know that, that, that there are three callings in the life of every believer. The calling to salvation. God calls all of us to salvation. Then there's a calling to sanctification, which is a call to be set apart for God. And the third calling is a calling to service. Because there's no, uh, sanctification is not an end in itself. It's a means to an end. When you set something apart, it's because you want to use that thing. A couple of weeks ago, I was making a reference to the fact that some of us will deliberately buy a, a, a garment or a cloth or, or a dress. And we say, this is for Christmas. Or this is for my next birthday. Or this is for my graduation. This is for, I'm wearing this on my retirement ceremony. That means that cloth that you just bought, that garment that you just bought, it's set apart, it's sanctified, set apart for a particular purpose. Each and every one of us have also been called to sanctification. We're called to salvation, called to be in Christ, called to be set apart for God, that's sanctification, and then called to service because sanctification is what prepares us for service. When you are set apart, you are set apart for a particular thing. This season, I pray for everyone under the influence of this service today that my God will open your eyes and your mind to your calling in sanctification. That you will understand what God is setting you apart for. For this purpose you were created. For this reason you have been set apart. So that you can come into the service that God has set you apart for. Glory be to Jesus. I said glory be to Jesus. So, uh, uh, we, uh, we need to be consecrated, obedient, and sanctified. Yeah. If you really want to embrace this radical availability, you need to be consecrated, obedient, and uh, sanctified. Like I said, just set apart. Th that willingness to leave your comfort zone. Because for you to be uh, consecrated or to be set apart, then you, that means you are willing to leave something to be something. Leave a comfort zone to that zone of radical availability. The zone of radical availability will rock your world. It will rock your world. I can tell you stories upon stories upon stories of how God has moved me from one point to the other in time past. In radical availability, always there, always obey. I got to used to this in my early life as a young chap, where God would just say, this is what I wanted to do. I remember I was still in high school when I gave my life to Christ, and Easter of that year, the, my fellowship in school had uh, an event, and they said, students, you need to contribute. I think all that I had in heaven and on earth was maybe a 50 naira, 100 naira cash that was with me in the boarding house. And I, I don't know why, but I gave everything. Till tomorrow, it, it, it didn't make sense. But now maybe it made sense more because God was just, you see, uh, giving is not because God has need. I don't know why I'm going to this today. Sometimes giving is that God wants to consecrate your heart. Where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. He wants to sanctify your heart. So he will say, give into something. Give yourself or give your money or give something. Because as you give yourself into it, your heart goes with you into it. So you have been set apart for that thing. I didn't know that God was trying to set me apart for ministry. That's why, uh, you know, the fellowship, where I just got saved, we have an Easter program, and they will say, uh, students, whatever you have with you in Bodna, just put it together. We're just trying to teach you how to be a part of, you know, and then I didn't, I didn't just take something. I, everything that I had that was remaining on me, that was what I gave. And I, I, I couldn't explain it. Nobody coerced me. Nobody cajoled me. It was just something that, and it was later that I started to understand that this is how God gets us into that mode of radical availability and sanctification. Because the moment I did that, then I just realized I was more available to do more things during that Easter program so that we can win souls and get more students blessed. That's what I believe that God wants to do in many people's heart this season. So, the more you do that, that willingness to leave your comfort zone, the more you enjoy the infilling of the Holy Spirit, and the bolder you become. 
Because now you are not afraid of anything. My life is in the hand of God. Whatever God wants to do with it, let him do with it. Can I ask you today, on a scale of 1 to 10, how amazed are people by your boldness this season? Is anybody amazed at your boldness? You know, in Acts chapter 4, when, when they told the disciples, uh, Peter and John, they said they should not preach in the name of Jesus again. And they prayed for boldness. That boldness started to show in their lives. They loved their life not unto death like the scripture says. They, 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 didn't, they didn't bother. They just wanted to be used of God. And as they prayed, boldness came. They started to preach again in the name of Jesus. And in verse 13, when they saw them, the Bible says uh, they took knowledge of them. Knowing that they were ignorant and unlearned men. The word ignorant there uh, is uh, a, a Greek word that, that, that sounded something like uh, uh, idiocy or something like that. Which is the root word for like idiots or, or you know, <laughs> ignorant people. That's what they, they were looking at them and they were comparing that with this level of boldness. When your life has become consecrated. When you engage radical availability. When God starts to pump your heart with boldness for the call that has placed upon your life. That boldness starts to come. There are certain dangerous prayers you will be able to pray. Like what they prayed in that act chapter 4. I'll come back to it maybe in another teaching. Where they just say, Lord, give us boldness. Give us boldness. That's a dangerous prayer. Because when God gives you boldness, ha, you would... you. <laughs> You, 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 you will cause good problems. <laughs> you will cause good problems. And this season, I pray for somebody listening to me today that God will make you pray a different kind of prayer. Different kind of prayer. Somebody will be able to pray, Lord, send me. Lord, speak to me. Lord, break my heart for what breaks your heart. Lord, Fill me with your spirit. That's the kind of prayer that God expects from us this season. That's the kind of prayer that God expects from us this season. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just sense in my spirit there's a new season coming upon somebody's life. Somebody who needs to reclaim your calling. Somebody who needs to revitalize your passion. Grace is coming upon you today. As you position yourself for radical availability. For radical availability. Are you available to God? Are you available to your destiny? Are you available for the fulfillment of purpose? Or as what is happening in our world today, uh, as it gotten you into a cave or into a corner where you are no longer destiny conscious, where you are no longer calling conscious. Glory be to Jesus. Oh, I need to stop here. I'll continue another time. But what, 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 what an adventure! Do you know the way I see it? Can you imagine if you are a rookie uh, 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 and you want, I mean, in, in acting and you want to, you, you, you really want to be featured in a big, on, in the big league and somebody like Tyler Perry calls you on the phone and, and, and says, I want to give you a role in my next movie. How does that feel to you? If Tyler says, I want to give you a role in my next movie. What you feel is, oh, I'll be featured in the big league. I'll be featured in a, in a blockbuster movie. That's, that's the kind of excitement that should come. When you and I pray the prayer, Lord, I'm available to you. When we pray the prayer, send me, use me. Because the maker of the hands of the earth, the God of the whole universe, is the one that wants to feature you. In his plan, in his script, he has written the script and you have a part in it. And he's calling you to play your part. Will you step up today? I say, Lord, I'm available. Lord, I'm available. And I want you to use me. And as you, it's as you pray this prayer, that God starts to reveal to you. You may not even feel like it. It may not look like you can do it. But it's until you pray the prayer. The disciples did not know that they can do it. But whatever you have, when you say, this is what I have, it's not enough. Jesus will say, I'm going to bless it. Then I break it. And then I'll give it. And some people have been going through that process this season. Maybe it looks like God has been breaking you. But now that he wants to give you out for the fulfillment of your destiny, that's not the time to chicken out. Will you lift your two hands to him today? We're going to sing this song and this is our prayer. And as we sing this song, I want you to pray with your heart today. 
that Lord, I'm available and I want you to use me. Elevation Praise of Praise, can we, can we sing that song together? Lord, I'm available. Lord, I'm available to you. My will I give to you I'll do what you said to Use me, Lord To show someone the way And enable me to save My storage is empty And I am available Jesus is a sign of radical availability, is a sign that we're available, that we're yielded, that we want him to use us. And not just us, but everything, everything in us and around us. Everything in us and around us, even if it looks like it's inadequate, even if it looks like we're not capable, when we lift our hands to him and we say, Lord, use us, not our will, but yours be done, then we see his hand upon our lives. And if there's somebody listening to me right now and you're saying, Pastor, I'm, I'm far away from God. God cannot use somebody like me because there's sin in my heart and sin in my life. I feel unusable to God. I feel useless to God. I want you to know that Jesus is yearning. Uh, his heart is open to receive you and to turn you to that kind of person that you can use. If you make yourself available today, uh, he's not looking for a perfect vessel he's looking for an available vessel he's the one that can uh, make the available capable and he wants to make you capable for his call over your life as you make yourself available today so somebody may be saying I'm far away from God I want to give my life to Jesus I want to rededicate my life to Jesus somebody saying uh, I'm a honest person I know if Jesus should come right now I will not be able to make it with him and I want Jesus to forgive me my sins and cleanse me from every unrighteousness. Can I say a prayer with you right now? Whether you are giving your life to Christ afresh, you've never done that before, or you are just rededicating your heart to Jesus, I want to say a prayer with you. If you don't mind, can you put your hand on your heart? Put your hand on your heart, and I want you to say this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. So I ask that you forgive me my sins and that you cleanse me from every unrighteousness. 
I receive you today as my Lord and my personal Savior. I rededicate my life to you and I ask that you receive me. Fill me afresh with your spirit and give me a new beginning from this moment forward in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you just said that prayer with me, I want you to go to the, the, to the chat room or the comment section and just let us know that you just made a, a decision. If you're watching on TV, uh, uh, there will be some numbers and emails scrolling there. Please WhatsApp or send us a, a, a message. Let us know that you just made a decision. We have some, some materials I want to send to you that will help you to become stronger in your faith. And uh, if you don't mind, when this service is over, we also want to host you just for five minutes five minutes of your time on our Zoom platform. Uh, 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 I, I love for you to be a part of that because God is going to uh, show up in your life big. And as a responsible church, we want to make a connection with you so that uh, after now, we can continue to resource you. And if you avail us the opportunity uh, by, by filling that contact link that has been sent into the chat room there or uh, that is showing on the screen or get on the Zoom call with us, uh, God will start something new in your life. In the precious name of Jesus. Uh, praise God. Praise God. Uh, one or two more things to do before I bring this service to a close. Uh, uh, next is that I want to uh, pray for everyone joining to this service right now. Earlier in the service, we announced that we'll take the communion uh, this first Sunday of the month again. We're taking the communion. We'll be taking the communion every Sunday, and this Sunday will not be different. So I want you to uh, pick up your communion materials, the communion element. Uh, uh, the, the, the bread, wafer, biscuit, whatever you have there, uh, uh, and the wine, water, juice, whatever you have available, any liquid you have available as we pray over the communion element and partake of the communion together as a church. As we do this today, there's a word in my heart for someone. And that word is that a new season is coming upon your life in this month of August. A new season is coming upon your life in this month of August. And as we partake of this communion today, I want you to receive it as a communion that, that reconnects you to Christ and that brings newness into your life. I pray today that the heavens over your, your, your life will open in an unusual dimension. You know, the, the, the scripture says that when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, he said, we are like them that dream, and our, our, our mouth was filled with laughter, and our tongue with, with, with singing. And it says among the heathens, uh, why, why are they rejoicing? I said, uh, it's because the Lord has turned again our captivity. I, I pray for someone. Before this month of August is over, you will see a new season. You know, when the seasons are changing, you will see signs. In the name of Jesus, we dedicate this communion to a new season. For anyone who needs a change of season, Anything that has been delayed, any season that has persisted beyond the allotted time, I serve you a quick notice in the spirit. Every negative season that has persisted, and I command you, your time is up. In the name of Jesus, I command a shift in the spirit. I decree that every negative covering cloud move right now. In the name of Jesus, I decree the grace and the benefit of new beginning. In the name of the Lord Jesus. So Jesus, we partake of the table today. We do this in remembrance of you. We declare that this is your body that was broken for us and your blood that was shed for us. As we partake of this table today, we appropriate the benefit of redemption and declare a new season upon everyone who has been hooked in a negative season. We command a shift in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. Lord, as we partake of the, uh, of the table, we also remember that you, you were wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquity, the chastisement of our peace was upon you, and by your stripes, we were healed. So we decree healing is made available to everyone today. In the name of the Lord Jesus, that persistent headache lives now in the name of Jesus. That situation that they've not been able to find a reason for. I decree as you participate, as you partake of this table right now, the healing power of God comes upon you now in the name of Jesus. Grace is released over you. And by that grace, there's a renewal of joy and peace in your life. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Now go ahead and partake of the table. Praise God. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless your name. We give you glory and we give you praise. We give you glory and we give you praise. And we ask that you receive the sacrifice of our hearts today. 
as we have yielded ourselves to you to make ourselves available. Speak to someone this week. Guard somebody's step this week. And lead us into the fullness of your will for this season. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Can I get a better amen to that? And if you are blessed with the word of God today, I want you to put your hands together. Celebrate Jesus. Celebrate Jesus. A new season. It's a new season. It's a new season coming upon someone in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Very quickly, I want to lead us as we give to God today. If you uh, are new to the Elevation Church, we always worship God every time we gather together. By the way, if it's your first time joining any of our service, can I just take uh, this 30 seconds to just welcome you and celebrate your presence. Uh, if you don't mind, can you just go to the, the, the chat room right now where you are and just, just say, it's my first time. It's my first time. And you see a number scrolling on the screen. Also, if you're watching on TV, let us know it's your first time. We love to celebrate guests, and we love for you to be a part of what we do. At the Elevation Church, we love for people uh, who show interest in what God is doing in our lives to, to, you know, to fully connect and participate. And you know, this is no longer a barrier because everything that we do right now is virtual. And even when we come back into in-person gathering, we will still continue all, all, on our virtual platforms and we'll continue to run our e-church, our online church. So I want to invite you to be a part of what God is doing at the Elevation Church. Uh, thank you for logging on to be a part of this service. Thank you for joining us, uh, watching this service on TV, wherever you're watching from. Uh, God wants to use you and he wants you to be a part of the vision that he has given us. If you don't have a local church that is your own, uh, then I want you to be a part of what God is doing at the Elevation Church. Our vision and our mission from God is to make greatness come on. That's why we exist. That's why we exist, just to make greatness come on. We believe that in every man and every woman is the seed of greatness that God has planted. And now that you are part of what God is doing here, it means that the grace that is upon this church will start to find expression in your life, which is the grace that lifts people into greatness uh, with them engaging the gifts and the calling of God upon their life, serving God and humanity with passion. Uh, thank you uh, for being a part of what God is doing uh, in our midst today. The moment this service is over, if you don't mind, you can join us on the Zoom platform for a five-minute guest welcome reception. We have a gift that we'd love to give you there, a downloadable gift that if you join that, that uh, Zoom call, you'll be able to participate in that. Uh, the details of the Zoom call uh, is not on the screen. I want you to join us and be a part of what God is doing. Please, if you're watching on uh, through social media platform, just go to the, to the chat section and just say, it's my first time. It's my first time. And if you give your life to Christ earlier also, I would also love for you to be able to write there to say, I just gave my life to Christ. I just gave my life to Christ. These two categories of people will love to celebrate you, will love to share some gift with you. And if you can join us at the end of this service in, in that Zoom uh, call, we will really appreciate it. God bless you and may he continue to keep you and make his face to shine upon you in Jesus' precious name. All right, are we ready to give? Uh, if you are ready to give, I want you to, to, to uh, you know, bring out your devices, whatever you give with. This is the time to give to God. I want to appreciate all the, the, the faithful givers at the Elevation Church, we reckon with the fact that this is a time where people are losing income, business may have gone down, but some of us have remained so faithful with, with your giving. And because of that, we're able to do a lot more even this season, both in terms of touching lives practically, uh, reaching out to people, and also in terms of doing ministry and creating platforms to preach the word of grace and the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we say thank you to you, everyone supporting all our humanitarian effort uh, with the Pieces Foundation, our social intervention vehicle, and uh, or in all of our givings of tithes and offering, we want to appreciate that which you are doing at this time. The God who sees in secret, he will reward you openly in the name of the Lord Jesus. In, in the past week, uh, Pieces Foundation was able to visit a community in Shogutedo, uh, which is in the Greater Lekki area here, and uh, you know, make food packs available, uh, uh, food and drinks available to, to families, indigent families who could not afford it. Uh, I think we have some, some, some of the images of the event uh, being shown on, on, on the screen right now. Uh, that, 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 that's the kind of thing that we love to do from time to time. We're at the face right now where we go to targeted communities uh, where we have underprivileged people and who are suffering right now because of the effect of the pandemic and we continue to make stuff available to them right there in their location. And I want to appreciate all of our volunteers who work seriously to make this happen from time to time. God bless you. God bless you. And God will continue to keep you in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. All right, let's pray over our gift today and our offerings and tithes. Let's pray over them. Father, in the name of Jesus, 
We speak a blessing over every giver, every faithful seed sower, everyone who honors you with a tithe, everyone who honors you with a percentage of their income, everyone who honors you with a seed in their hand. We speak a blessing over every gift, leaving people to you, uh, people watching from abroad and yet honoring you with their gift. Lord, as people embrace all these giving platforms today, as money will leave people's account, we ask, let grace go in their direction. Let your favor rest upon them. Let your hand rest upon them. Let that hand help them. Let it lift them from wherever they are right now to where you want them to be. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for a covering. We decree that the month of August is in, unto increase and unto multiplication in everyone's life. Nothing will go down in the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody shout a believing amen. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you for your giving. And before we bring the service to a close, just uh, one or two more announcements. Navigate our teens, uh, teens conference. Uh, uh, started with the pre-conference, uh, uh, you know, uh, last, uh, this, yesterday, Saturday. And the conference itself starts this Saturday, uh, 8th of August. And it promises to be very, very powerful. It will run for the entire length of the month. Uh, and I want you to uh, do your best to register all your teenagers to be a part of it. Every Saturday uh, will be some hours of plenary, great talks, uh, you know, great uh, uh, chats with, with them and then all through the week we have 18 vocational skills that are available uh, from music production to design to content creation uh, to uh, uh, coding and all sorts of things and we have uh, a number of facilitators, mentors, people who teach them life skills, leadership skills, time management skills, different things that will inspire them into what God has in mind for them. So registration is free and the entire event is virtual. Just go to elevationng.org forward slash navigate and register your teenagers, your nieces and nephews and your children if you have teenagers and let them be a part of it. Also for the younger kids from age 6 uh, to 12 or, or, or children from age 12 and below, let me put it properly, age 12 and below, we have a vacation Bible school which will run for three days from the 5th of August to the 7th of August. So this, 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 this week uh, it will start from the 5th of August to the 7th of August, uh, I want you to also register them uh, and get them involved. It will run from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. every day. The Vacation Bible School for children age 12 and below will run this week, uh, 5th of August to 7th of August, uh, for, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Uh, please do your best to register your kids to be a part of it. Go on the church website and you'll get details on how to register them to be a part of it. The theme is Breakout. Uh, 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 which is escape from the ordinary into extraordinary. Uh, so go to elevationng.org forward slash VBS and register your kids. Also, I'm glad to uh, let you know that I now have a devotional on the YouVersion Bible. If you don't have the YouVersion app, uh, I think it's a good time for you to download it. I've been using the YouVersion app for many years now. And it's been a blessing to me. Uh, it's a Bible tool developed by Life Church, pastored by Pastor Craig Rochelle in the U.S. And they do a fantastic job translating Bibles, uh, you know, many languages. And YouVersion Bibles are available all over the world. Uh, they graciously allow me to now write devotionals for them. And uh, my first devotional that I submitted uh, is doing very well. Obviously, it's on, it's on marriage, which is one of my areas of passion. Uh, uh, it's a seven-day devotional. Uh, which is titled Solid, Building the Marriage of Your Dream. Uh, and I wanted to just go uh, from this week, get on that, that devotional. Uh, let it be your next Bible plan for the next seven days, if you don't mind, or if you want to do it later. But just go ahead and embrace it and look forward to many more Bible devotionals on uh, the U version app. We take one, one or two more announcements and bring the service to a close. I wish you all the best of God's grace and God's favor, divine protection, and all-round increase this week. The hand of God rests upon you and do you good in all of your ways. Enjoy divine help in the name of Jesus. God bless you. See you on Wednesday. Hi. As we make ourselves available to be used by God this month, we will run a what we've called the Send Me campaign. So here's what we want you to do. One. Pick a person or a group of people you would like to show God's love to through donations, good works, random acts of kindness, or whatever good deed comes to your mind. Or, two, if you don't want to do this alone, you can form a group of friends to do the same good cause with you on a larger scale. When you have done your good deeds, whether as an individual or as a group, ensure that you share the gospel with them. 
as this is the ultimate reason for this campaign. Additionally, we encourage you to share the tracks that will be made available online and urge you to also share your salvation story. The whole aim of all of this is for you to speak to at least one person every week in this month about Jesus. When you have done all this, kindly share and tag us on social media at ElevationNG. God bless you. We trust you had a wonderful time in God's presence. Our next event will hold on Wednesday by 6.30 p.m. West African time and it will be streamed live on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Mixelow. Ensure you follow us or subscribe to our social media channels at Elevation NG so that you can get service alerts when we start. Please join us for our morning prayers, Mondays to Saturdays, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. West African time on Zoom and Mixlr. The links are now displayed and will be shared on our various social media platforms. If you live outside the city of Lagos, we really encourage you to sign up to be a part of the online community where in addition to watching services, you can engage with people online for counsel, prayer and even friendship. Simply visit onlinechurch.elevationng.org to sign up and join membership. If you would like to connect with other believers in a smaller setting, Please join one of our online small groups by sending an email to smallgroups at elevationng.org and wherever you are in the world, we will get you matched with new friends with whom you can fellowship. If you have a testimony to share, please send an email to testimonies at elevationng.org. We would love to rejoice with you. Also, note that messages from the recently concluded Accelerate Online Conference are now available on our website. Simply visit elevationng.org forward slash resources to get your copy. Finally, during this season, though physical gatherings are still on hold, we are here for you as always. Simply contact us by sending an email to info at elevationng.org or give us a call on 0700-ELEVATE. That is 0700-353-8283. May God bless you. May God keep you. And I pray that you have a fantastic week ahead. God bless you. Did you know that we also broadcast our services on TV? That's right. You can save some precious data and watch us on the following channels. First time? Then join us for a five-minute guest chat right after this service live on Zoom. We would love to connect with you and pray for you. All you have to do is simply follow this link. You can always have a beyond the ordinary experience if you place your faith in the supernatural. I'm very glad you have decided to embark on this study we're called Pleasing God. Uh, sometimes we forget that our relationship with God is symbiotic. We can be so laser focused on getting from God that we forget that we were created for His good pleasure. 
So, just as we would love to be pleased by him, by God, he also wants to be pleased by us. Uh, and as, as we go on together in this study, we will learn how to please God. available to be used by God this month, we will run a what we've called the Send Me campaign. So here's what we want you to do. One, pick a person or a group of people you would like to show God's love to through donations, good works, random acts of kindness, or whatever good deed comes to your mind. Or two, if you don't want to do this alone, you can form a group of friends to do the same good cause with you on a larger scale. When you have done your good deeds, whether as an individual or as a group, ensure that you share the gospel with them, as this is the ultimate reason for this campaign. Additionally, we encourage you to share the tracks that will be made available online and urge you to also share your salvation story. The whole aim of all of this is for you to speak to at least one person every week in this month about Jesus. When you have done all this, Kindly share and tag us on social media at Elevation NG. God bless you.